You're listening to the She's on Her Toes podcast, episode 34. She's on Her Toes podcast is about getting ahead in the business of fitness. We'll take a real-life look at what it takes to own and operate a boutique fitness studio, sharing what it's really like to run a business. You know, all the stuff they don't teach you in business school. All right. Well, welcome to the She's on Her Toes podcast. I am Carolyn Hearn, and I'm here with my two managers, Emily Gustafson and Christina Shafka. And today, we are going to be talking about, I guess, something that is not necessarily super new, but I honestly have never heard of it, um, I guess, named before. I think it's always been a marketing tactic, but maybe now we're actually um, incorporating it and naming it and being more deliberate about using it in our marketing uh, across you know various like products and services and that is this concept of the drop culture and i think we've uh, emily actually heard about uh you were listening to what podcast was it you were listening yeah. to another podcast yeah to and, a podcast uh, with the owners of, with the owners of sweet green yeah who are really good at this by the way mm-hmm. they do like seasonal bowls and people like live for them and they Mm -hmm. wait and wait and wait to find out like when the new like season we don't have a sweet green here but if you do and you know what i'm talking about um and they do a really good job of like they'll drop new vegetables and they'll drop new bowls and they have a really intense following of people that um, watch for that and really like enjoy waiting for all the new news so some like the mcrib yeah. <laughs> the, the healthier version of the make room. <laughs> Not expensive. Which I've never had one. Are they good? I don't know. I haven't either. It's a little I mean, it's pressed meat. I can only imagine how awesome it is. But I think that is an excellent example of uh, the drop culture or dropping a product yep. occasionally, creating yep. hype around the drop of a product. But, anyways, yeah, this sales and marketing tactic. It pretty much consists of releasing, I guess, what you would call a limited edition product or collection without necessarily much advanced warning. And um, then, you know, that would be known as the drop. And the basic idea is to create a sense of urgency or the hype around the drop. So, yeah, I guess we can all think of examples like this in high-end retail with, you know, special designer bags and things like that, social media influencers, fast fashion and sneaker companies. I mean, I'm sure, like, what most of you might be even thinking about um, the drop of Magnolia Home at Target, or is that even what it's called? It's called, uh, like, Hearth Hearth and Harder's. Heart and hearth, or something like that. But anyways, like <laughs> Bye, yeah, 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 Joanna and Chick Gaines line at uh, Target. I mean, H and M does these things all the time, every season. Um, I can think of. I've been getting a lot of uh, emails from Dry Bar releasing a brand new um, sparkly glitter hair dryer, mm. the Buttercup, and then various new products for the holidays Would so, starbucks be one yeah all, oh yeah the, the gingerbread yeah. latte the pumpkin spice latte and they had like yeah. a unicorn um uh-huh. yeah the unicorn. shake or something yeah. or yeah or frappuccino something. i think frappuccino. Yeah. yeah so yeah i mean i think there are a lot of examples in product uh companies of various products and 
um, I think we'll take a spin on it talking about services and you know how we in our fitness business in the boutique fitness business have utilized kind of this drop culture or drop marketing sales tactic and um, yeah I mean the basic goal is to excite customers with these new product options and just kind of like increase your communication get people all you know hyped up about the drop and you know kind of spur a little spike in your sales kind of drive your business to move forward so there we go all right well let's get going here um why have drops become so popular and who is the target market so it really seems like well carolyn said this it's been going on for a long time i think like with um social media that we'll talk about later, it's really like intensified and you'll see like the younger generation of people being really into um, the, the drop and the instant gratification and the on-demand um, of this marketing tactic. Uh, another company that comes to mind is if any of you follow uh, Glossier on Instagram, they constantly, people will tweet them and they constantly retweet, 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 and people, they'll um, launch like a new product and people will just be waiting to find out the date on Twitter and you can, mm. people will comment and they get a whole community going and talking about their product and creating all of this urgency and hype and then um, they'll drop the product. So something that has really uh, come about with um, the instant gratification and the younger generation and the way that they shop yeah, like it's at, at your fingertips and just there, and I think the anticipation, too, has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Like, oh, and I might have, I might get what someone else might not be able to. Do they ever have, like, a limited supply yeah, so some, of them as yeah, well? Yeah, so sometimes people will do, like, a, like um, Burberry will do, did, like, a sweatshirt for, like, 24 oh. hours. <laughs> that was it. So it was yeah. not, like, it, you know, they you could buy it. They were going to sell it for 24 hours. Yeah. I'm not sure how many they had. Gotcha. But um, after 24 hours, you couldn't get it. So it was, it like really creates, it's not, it's, you, you create the urgency, but then you also like create the act because gotcha. it might not be something that you can get forever or, so that is one, yeah. one tactic that people yeah. use to like make it limited. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess, do you think that people, they just get so engrossed in like, the anticipation of like wanting the product or the service or the special limited edition thing so that just kind of increases it's almost like it brings out it. like your competitive nature like <laughs> yeah like sure. you so. like gotta have it like you gotta get yeah. on that well and if you have a group of people that are i'm gonna quote unquote that you've trained them to yeah look for yeah these, yeah like, short quick things that you're offering um it's going to increase the amount of time that they spend looking at your brand. Uh -huh. It increases the amount of time that they, you know, check your website yeah. or, or come into your store or whatever that might be. Then it just makes them feel like a little bit more special than somebody that maybe doesn't doesn't get it right away. And I think competitive is exactly yeah. a good word yeah. to classify. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, but like, yeah, we were talking a little bit about social media and the role that social plays in the drop culture and drop marketing. Um, I mean, I would think that social media would only enhance this type of marketing strategy. Uh, like, what are y'all's thoughts on that? I think now since brands have to use such 
non-traditional marketing. Mm -hmm. So you you know you've got to have Facebook ads running and you've got to have your Instagram account up and all these other things or whatever your clients are using. You have to be on there. And sometimes um, you know you just get lost and it's not necessarily because what you're doing is wrong or bad, but there's just so much. And to stand out, if you make these, you know, you create this hype and this urgency, then all of a sudden people's attention is drawn to you. And um, a lot of times, uh, you know, you'll see your engagement increase and you wanna try to catch on to those and take advantage of that anytime you can. And I think that, um, you know, drop culture really plays into that and that it's, it's just a tactic to, kind of get your focus of your clients and see if you can like hold their attention to what you have to say and to your brand and um, do that when, when as often or as much as you can. Right, and it, it's a um, good way to, for people that aren't gonna come into either your shop or your business every day or even if you don't have an actual um, building or, does that sound right? Yeah. 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 If you're just like an online market. Yeah. Yes. If, thank yeah. you. If you're an yeah. online uh, market, this is a good way to every single day someone can check in if they have fed into hopefully your drop culture and whatnot. It's a good way for them to check in. They don't have to go anywhere. They can easily access. Like, all right, what has happened today? It might be something they do every single night and just sort of go through and make sure they haven't missed anything. Mm -hmm. And it makes it easily easy for them to access without having to go anywhere <laughs> yeah and it's like everybody like knows what the trends are now like you literally right. open Instagram or you you know you know what is going on you know what's trending and sometimes to get on top of that is really hard like to get mm -hmm. people to notice you on top of all that other stuff yeah there's a lot of noise out there yeah. I mean to yeah, get your message is. through yeah. to get your product to get your service through yeah. is a challenge right. I mean yeah Right, so just creating, like, taking one more step to create, like, hype around your brand and or your product or your service or whatever it might be to um, try to break through some of that because people know, I mean, people know what's going on. They're on there mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, one thing I have to wonder is, because we're talking about, like, you know, very specific drop of, you know, limited edition you know merchandise or services that kind of thing like there's a scarce amount of them I mean is this a sustainable sales tactic because what I have to wonder is I mean do you do people eventually get frustrated because if you are driving so much demand like with Burberry and some of these other and even like H&M some like high-end low-end it doesn't matter like if you only have a limited edition item and the demand for that is like you know 10,000 units but you only have 500 I mean does that create like you know people get upset or they just eventually like fall off because like oh well I'm not gonna stand in line for you know five hours or I'm not gonna be able to get through mm -hmm. to buy this like do they eventually just kind of like write your brand off or do you think it just creates more interest and then instead maybe the drop like incites them to like shop with you for your like more regular like I guess um, you know core products or that kind of thing like I mean what do you think about that I think that you really have to figure out like how often you can do something like this. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that there's like a right or a wrong answer. It might be different for each market. It might be different for each company, um, industry that you're working in. I don't know that correct answer 
but if you're offering, as you can imagine, if you're offering constant, um, constant drops, like, you know, it's, it's no longer special mm -hmm. and people are going to probably get annoyed with it because you're yeah. blowing up their feet all the time talking about you have 24 hours and this and that. And that. It's, it's too much. Mm -hmm. But if you do it once a year, like that mm -hmm. might not be enough or maybe that works for you and that's mm -hmm. all you can do. So I think you have to know um, your consumer and you have to know um, that some, you know, sometimes maybe it flops and you, you don't get the kind of response that you want and maybe something goes really well and you learn from that and you can kind of move forward and and implement it um, as you offer this kind of service more frequently. Um, but I think the other thing that's really important is that your clients have to feel like the authenticity behind what you're doing. And if they don't believe in your brand or they feel like you know you're just trying to sell them something random mm -hmm. because you have extra, you know they really have to feel like what you're doing is authentic. They have to be behind your brand. So I think the first question is to just make sure you have like your correct message going out and your right. correct consumer following you. Um, and then from there, you might be able to create a base of people that don't get frustrated, but instead are just excited every time they have a mm -hmm. chance to jump on board. Yeah, I totally agree with the authenticity mm -hmm. side of things because that's how you create the sense of community and then the following people want to. Like you've said, Emily has shared before, you want to talk about the brand and tell your friends and make sure everyone knows about it. Um, and then if something, I just for some reason this keeps coming to mind, Starbucks just recently, I don't know if y'all saw, they've obviously created a very, um, they do very well with the drop culture. They can drop things and people swarm to the stores and they are their first thing. Well, they had the red cup yeah. day and I think by eight o'clock in the morning, they didn't have any more red cups to hand people, oh to give goodness. people. Yeah. And I wasn't one of the people that got up. <laughs> I mean, waiting. I love Starbucks, <laughs> but I saw on, I think Twitter or either something where people were posting, well, I'm here at eight something and they're out of red cups. So, but people will still, because they know Starbucks, they came back and I guess apologized and did something else. I'm not quite sure what it was, but people will still, no matter what, go back because they created yeah. that. Mm -hmm. They have built their brand and everything. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I just think it's interesting to see, even if you don't get it, there's they'll still, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and I love like when you say you have to create like authenticity around the drop because yeah, it's all about that trust, right? Because if you like, I guess like falsely try to drop something and like, I don't know, like just for an example, like if we uh, recently had been offering a first week free for class and we were no longer doing that and we um, kind of changed up our ad campaign for the first week free in anticipation of, you know, not offering it anymore. And so ran Facebook ads that essentially were like, you have three days left, you, you know, it, the deal ends tomorrow and then last day to redeem your free week and we won't be bringing it back. But like if we had not done that and instead like today, you know, I guess we, we stopped offering the first week free like two weeks ago. If we instead come back today and say, oh, just kidding, it's back. Like, I mean, that's not really, that's not authentic. It's not yeah. building trust with your prospective clients because at any time, like there's no real way for them to know when you're being truthful or when you're, you know, just trying to like hype up like something and Right. grab their attention. Yeah. So, I mean, you really do have to build that trust and rapport with people. And 
it's almost, I'm not gonna, I don't mean this in a negative way, but it's almost like you're training your client or your customer or your prospective customer that if they don't act, that they will miss out. Right, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's huge. If you can create that urgency, like you can really create like a, I guess like a sales process in your or a sales cycle or, you know, just driving like sales in your business because people will always know, oh, well, they mean it. Like, right. uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to say what you mean. And I think like the companies that do this well are mm-hmm. established right. and, um, they are honest, like with Starbucks, mm-hmm. like you said, like they're honest, they admit, they, the, they admit yeah. if they make any mistakes yeah. and they try to hold true to what they're saying and what they're offering because you're right, like mm-hmm. maybe the maybe the first time, maybe the fifth time, but at some point when you're not being, you know, your clients have been let down by you, they're going to stop, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're potentially to take their business away from you completely, but right. they're definitely going to stop like listening. Well, but honestly, if they hadn't offered more red cups, I mean, I guess next time people would just have to show <laughs> up earlier. Yeah, it looks like very <laughs> usable. You know how oh, the yeah. ten, the, you get yeah. 10 yeah. cents off, but they were red. Like, oh, so yeah. I go to Starbucks at 5 a.m. when it opens. So Oh, everyone. Yeah, people I mean, post and you can see five something. Yeah. I got my cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, so funny. I missed this whole campaign. I oh, yeah. Somehow, somehow <laughs> I saw that one. Yes. <laughs> Bells on it. Yeah, if they'd already been open a good three hours, so yeah. like, what do you want? Like, yeah. yeah, well, I think if you're, like, if, you know, if you're honest and you say, I have 50 units or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then you sell, you get rid of, mm-hmm. you sell your 50 units, like, you're, you're probably teaching that person that came too late that, like, oh, like, be next first time thing. they yeah. say, I have 50, I'm going to go earlier. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. sometimes, you, you know. Yeah. Got it. You got to get up and go. All right. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, we, I think, yes, this is a sustainable, uh, I guess, yes, like drops are a sustainable sales tactic. I think if used appropriately, you can definitely create like a a sustainable, oh my God, I can't (laughs) say that word. You can definitely create a sustainable, you know, like, client base that you know is going to keep coming back to you and keep you know buying your product or service it definitely works in the studio I can think of at least like seven different ways that we've used uh, the drop culture you know whether or not it's selling clothing whether or not it's selling like limited edition socks and tank tops and things like that that we literally do have a limited quantity of and will not be able to get more um, and certainly with special packages and sales and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, we definitely have employed this tactic to, um, you know, drive our sales and grow our business. But, like, how does this kind of, I guess, marketing technique create a more informed customer? So I think that kind of like we've touched on this before, but just to delve into it a little deeper, um, when you're – when you're offering something, um, you know, you're creating this sense of urgency and you're offering a limited, you know, package maybe in our situation, your clients want to know more about you. Um, maybe they, maybe they miss the promotion or even if they get the promotion and they want to know when the next one is. So they all of a sudden start really following your social media channels and they're listening when you're, Mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about what's happening. They're reading your emails. These are your, um, like your active 
active clients who want to know all they can. They might even be like, you know, researching your brand and finding out more about, you know, the history of your company. And uh, it just, with all of the information we have available on social media and Instagram and Facebook, they can go back and, you know, look at who your clients are and kind of see what have you done in the past. And while they're looking forward to what you're going to offer, it's also creating a more informed client because they want to know as much as they can about you. Yeah, and they probably will go back and see, well, what time of year, or ask people yeah. that are already into it, when do they normally have, you know. So I think it does help to probably have, I don't Schedule, know, like, certain, like maybe certain so things people that are, at certain times of yeah, the year. not too often, but. Well, like, for example, that I used in the beginning with Sweet Green, like, you don't necessarily know, it's not like on August 15th. Right, yeah. You know, like, in the fall. Time of year, They're yeah. going to offer, or bring back. A bowl that has been gone for nine months and yes you can get it as much as you want in the next three months and it's probably coming back next year but like this yeah. is your only chance so people kind of know like with the change right. of the seasons I need to be on alert because mm -hmm. that's when they're going to bring it back so you kind of yeah. have like a train them to right. know like a time to be really yeah. aware I also cool. like that tactic too because I mean it really just creates kind of like a fun environment uh -huh. um but also like in terms of like food and that kind of offering I mean you aren't stale like right literally mm -hmm. like not like you are yeah because you, you know like, oh, you're well, always thing all the time yeah like this people is, aren't yeah, gonna refreshing. get burnt out eating the same thing so yeah. they're forced to try something new maybe go somewhere else if yeah yeah, yeah. if you yeah. don't change it right off. yeah yeah so they you know they don't just get in a rut and I mean I think at the studio we kind of do that with some of our classes of course we have like our core classes pure bar classic pure bar empower and the reform class that is our newest class but, you know, we also offer various intensives and things that are, you know, unique to a particular time of year. And if we had, we just had last weekend our candlelight class that is done in conjunction with the Rinalda Village Holiday Stroll, which is kind of like the kickoff of the holiday season here um, in our shopping center in Winston-Salem. Um, I mean, you can just have you know, more, I guess, seasonally significant things or just offering, you know, new opportunities or that kind of thing. So whether or not it's a product or a service, like you can, you know, it doesn't, this doesn't only, I guess what I'm trying to say is this is not only a marketing tactic for your products. Right. Like yeah. you could totally, you know, kind of flip it and uh, use like the drop marketing strategy for services as well. Yeah. Well, the other yeah. thing is, um, you know, clients don't, customers don't eat at the same restaurant every day. And we've talked about this before, like this fitness snacking, like mm -hmm. some clients don't take Pure Bar all year round. But if they know that like, oh, they usually, you know, drop this you know, service this package that um, every November, like mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep my eye out for it. And then you've got a, a client that's not in the studio every day and it, um, they're back and that kind of brings like a new set. It's, it's more exciting once you start to see people you haven't seen in a while and they get back yeah. in and mm -hmm. you know, clients, new clients that, or that you haven't seen. And so it just kind of like gives them something to look forward to and might kind of create cycles for you as far as people can come and go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what are some of the benefits of creating urgency, like, when you are trying to communicate to your clients about a drop? 
I think kind of like what Carolyn said earlier, um, if you can quote unquote train your clients, then um, you can really, I don't want to say expect, but you can, you, you kind of know what's going to happen when you launch something. Mm -hmm. So if, um, you know, I can't tell you how many times in our studio I've heard somebody say like, oh, I really wanted that sweater, but it's gone. And then they'll right. say, oh, you really have to buy something if you see it. And like, that's kind of what we're talking about. And, yeah. you know, maybe not, you know, making them not to a point of panicking, <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta buy that legging. but just knowing, like having the clients know that like, okay, this is like the time of the year where they have sweaters and they sell really fast. Right. So if I yeah. see one, I need to buy it. And it yeah. just, it, it's training your clients to purchase things as they see them. So right. if we're talking about retail, you don't have retail sitting on your floor for three months before it sells. Mm -hmm. Or if we're talking about a service, you know, um, we've done tactics before where we say like there are a hundred left and people mm -hmm. and you know it really makes people realize like oh I really have to get it because if I don't <laughs> it will it's be, gone. be gone mm -hmm. um, so it's just you know it's creating a, a customer that is ready to to buy your service or your product and that's much better than a, a, a client that just has no urgency and is just gonna wait it out you, you really can't um, you can't expect a sale from that client yeah Right, and it's funny because you can, t or I have seen this recently when we've had gotten new things in, and especially Saturday mornings when, do retail seems to be good, what's good, but Saturday morning sometimes people are just ready to, <laughs> Saturday, I'm going to buy something yeah. today. Well, they have more time, so yeah. they can and they You are pushed to yeah. leave shortly after arriving, right before class mm -hmm. starts, um, but clients that we've had that probably have been taking for three, four years or just a long time, they get, they see something new, they want it, they go, I mean, it is crazy, like they go ahead and they get it because yeah. they know because of be what, gone. yeah, so yeah. I mean, it is just interesting to just sort of think mm -hmm. about how it can benefit what you have going on already just by increasing the urgency a bit you know yeah. so like one of the things that I think about that is like so I guess it's almost like bucking the trend and why <laughs> maybe this like drop marketing tactic is so effective but it almost seems like maybe it shouldn't be effective and I'm gonna explain why <laughs> because like when you think about it like people are so used to getting what they want when they want it like you can go on Amazon and get mm -hmm. whatever you want two-day shipping um, you know, it's at your door. And you're so used to just like going into the store and wanting, oh, it's strawberries in December. Like you can get anything that you want whenever you want it. And it's almost the opposite with this because it's basically like with the drop marketing, you might not get it. Right. You might not, there might not be enough. Like if you are late and coming in at 8 a.m. to get your red cup, like you missed out. <laughs> Like, and so I just think that's so unique and so interesting. Like, why does this seem to, like, get everyone hyped up? Like, why do they, like, get all into it? If, like, yeah, it's really, uh -huh. like, the opposite, opposite. Yeah. of, I mean, maybe like, our other maybe shopping. it's a possibility. Yeah, it's, it's, like, our, it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. it's kind of like the opposite of what you're used to. And I think what you said earlier about the competitiveness, like, I uh, think yes, that that yeah. is, like, an important, maybe not for some people. I'm sure some people that aren't competitive, like, shy away from it, like, oh, my God, that's too that stressful. Is, I'm yeah. not doing not it. Not going in that day. Um, yeah. But somebody, you know, with that competitive nature is probably, like, they're the ones that get up at, like, 4 a.m., right, and they're at the door to, like, shop on Black Friday. So um, I think you're right. I think it's, like, maybe it's something that 
that plays into that and it kind of like it's kind of like you can't have what you want so mm -hmm. like you really have to be on it if you mm -hmm. want it yeah so I mean what's the future of this whole like drop marketing or I don't even know if you want to call it like drop culture I mean do you think it's here to stay or do you think this is kind of a marketing fad so I think I, that's a good question. I don't know if yeah, I'm going yeah. to give my a, an opinion one way or the other. I think that um, you know, like when we see when we see like a fad or when we see when we see a marketing tactic, um, you often see a group of people not respond to it. <laughs> and I think that's one thing that you do have to be careful with a little bit here because you do have people that. Um, they're not into the new thing. They're not going to buy like that. It doesn't spark their interest. Like they're here for the long haul. Like I want to come mm -hmm. in and shop your floor and I want to try my clothes on and I want to get what I can wear for six seasons, not like mm -hmm. what's really cool right now. So I think that's really challenging for a business to um, be able to market to both. Um, my opinion is I think you have to have a really authentic sales tactic no matter what and I think you can use drop culture you can use the drop um, marketing yeah. tactic um, sparingly that, that's my yeah, opinion yeah. I think like yeah. creating hype and training your your customers to buy something when they see it and yeah. um, you know maybe a couple of times a year we have these limited options and like jump mm -hmm. on them and then um, you use that interspersed with your your daily like you know yeah. we're here for you we're we are you got know got what you need at all times you yes and, you know you can come in and shop and not every company can do that but yeah. I think if you can kind of pair you know a long-term marketing strategy with some of this drop marketing mm -hmm. that's going to be like your best mix bet. of the yeah. two yeah, totally agree with all of that. And I just think, I mean, there will be something else in a couple years, sure. you know, and who knows what that will be because, I mean, who, like, it's yeah. just crazy how it, all of this has evolved, Cycle you know, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, oh. well, yeah, I mean, and I think, like, drop marketing and kind of, like, this, like, way to reach out to people is really going to be beneficial for your existing long-term clients. So, like, at some point, like, your core product, I mean, it's not that it becomes stale, but it just becomes like background noise or like white noise to them, right? Like, mm -hmm. and especially if you're like a retail brand, like selling, you know, clothing mm -hmm. or some kind of like product, I mean, you have to, you offer limited edition things or you have to like stay relevant to keep people's attention, to keep them like looking at your, you know, just regular marketing and keeping up with like what you offer, yeah, you do need to, like, this is a great way to kind of keep, I think, the attention of those people that are, like, loyal shoppers yeah. or loyal customers, clients, but, you know, there's always going to be a lot of, you know, other, like, messages and things that they're hearing every day, so to kind of snap them back and get them back to, like, what you are doing and, like, what you, you know, as a brand um, or a business are doing like I think it's a great way but on its own like if you were a business and your only like marketing strategy was to have a drop yeah what that would I think not I think you it, have it to eventually becomes inauthentic yes right? like, yeah. it eventually becomes like yeah I'm not listening to this anymore because uh -huh. you're constantly giving me right. the same thing yeah. Over yeah. yeah, it's so much hype. It's like right. everything. Oh, right. You know, right. Like, that's like, just like, we're stressing me out. But yeah, I mean, I think paired with like a more traditional long term marketing approach, then yeah, this is a great way to, you know, get people's attention and, 
you know, continue to, you know, drive like the growth of your business. But yeah, I don't think that you could solely uh, sustain your business based on, you know, like limited edition jobs. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, good times. All right. Well, I hope that this was helpful. Um, I think as we alluded to in the beginning, um, you know, yeah, I guess now we have a name for it. It's called like drop marketing or drop culture or like the, you know, the idea that there is a segment of the population that is, you know, going to be pumped and excited and, you know, feel the hype of, you know, limited edition drops for, <clears throat> excuse me, limited edition drops for, you know, all kinds of different brands, whether they be products or services. But I think that this really has been around for a very long time. And I use the example of the McRib jokingly, but... Or like the, um. Um, the, the Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah. Or like all yeah. of the little, like, yeah. Christmas, think about yeah. like, Christmas yeah. stories. Furbies. Like, yeah. Furbies yeah. or the Hatchimals yeah. or what, yeah. whatever. Uh -huh. Like, that's exactly. They do it once yes. a year uh -huh. and, like, sell yeah. out. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, so this is definitely not new, um, but, you know, I think we maybe have honed it into a little bit more of a structured marketing tactic, uh, especially when you pair, you know, your advertising on social media and, you know, kind of using social media to implement your, your drops. So, Anyways, good times. Well, I hope this was helpful. If anyone has any questions or would like to continue this discussion, go ahead and um, check out our the She's on Her Toes Instagram. It's just at She's on Her Toes. And, you know, look uh, at the post for today's episode and, you know, just drop us a line. Like, if you enjoyed this conversation, if you enjoyed the um, discussion, maybe it made you think a little bit more about how you could... Uh, effectively employ a drop in your business whether that is for a product or service but let's talk about it like we'd love to get your um, you know ideas and get your feedback on whether or not these ideas are and these topics are helpful to you and your business but that's what we're all about here just inciting um, you know furthering that conversation getting you to think about like what you can do to move your business forward each and every week all right, well, thanks so much, and we will see you again next week. Have a great week. Heart that you pound 
It's okay to giggle a little to yourself Cause the spirit tickles as it enters a It's okay to sing it In fact, it's encouraged It don't matter how soft, how vivid or tender or For others to sing it You're giving permission For others to sing If all things for that matter Go as deep as you feel it The deeper you mean it The more the stars can hear it The deeper you mean it The more healing can happen The earth heart opens Connects to your own Song light swimming, flying in space, floating like grace, alone and together, one and yet still an instant, an impulse, individual tone beat sound, sing itself, singing self, singing self, singing self, singing itself, singing, singing, It's okay to pray, to be deep, to be light, to just breathe. It's okay to be exactly as you are. It's okay to pray, to be deep, to be light, to just breathe It's okay to be exactly as you are yourself, yourself Ha-ha-bum-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-